Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite team in the Bay Area. And Eric Carlson and Timo Meyer are having magical seasons for the Sharks as they power the Sharks in a 4-3 overtime win uh, against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So we're going to talk about what these guys are doing, continue to talk about how amazing they are, you know, break down the game, and whatever else might come up in today's episode of Locked on Sharks. You're Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young, contributor at Fear the Fin, RIP, and San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, you can watch this on YouTube as well. And the only Sharks podcast that is your team every day, five days a week. So, Sharks win 4-3 to three in overtime. Timo Meyer, Eric Carlson continuing to put the team on their back as they've done all year. Eric Carlson with a casual three-point night with a goal and two assists, and Timo Meyer with two goals, um, including the game winner in overtime. And, yeah, they're really good at hockey. Um, I know we had a lot of Devils fans get mad at myself and Kyle because we had the audacity to ask for good players in return for Timo Meyer. Um no, they're not going to get Luke Hughes. We were having a conversation about what if you ask for Luke Hughes? Again, that doesn't mean they're going to get. But anyway, Timo Meyer, it's really good at hockey. Um, he is putting together a magical season for the Sharks. Um, so he hit, hit 30 goals um, so far this year. He did that in right 52 games. Not a math guy. 82 games. 52 games played, 30 games left. Grant, we don't know if he's going to play the rest of them with the Sharks, but Timo is starting to enter exclusive company um, in Sharks history with what he's doing right now. 30 goals so far this year. That puts him right now, that is, if Timo doesn't score another goal for the Sharks this year, he will have the 24th best season in Sharks history in terms of goal production. If Timo gets five more, puts him at 35, he will tie his career high, um, puts him at 13th best in team history. If Timo gets 10 more goals this year, 40 goals that will put him at fifth. We're talking Danny effing Heatley territory. Um, Heatley have 39. Here's the Sharks players who have scored 40 goals or more. Jonathan Chichu, 56, of course. Owen Nolan, 44. Patrick Marlowe, 44. Joe Pavelski, 41. That is the end of the list. We're talking about some of the, like, greatest players in Sharks history there. I know Chichu's career was much shorter, but he won the Rocket Richard that season, right? Like that's one of the most, you know, 
memorable uh, seasons in Sharks history. Owen Nolan, the Sharks' first superstar, right? Patrick Marlowe, Mr. Shark, literally Mr. Shark. Joe Pavelski, one of the most beloved Sharks, died for our sins in Game 7. Like, you're going to be up among these players, right? Again, <laughs> Tomas Hurdle's on his career high is 35. Logan Couture, his career high is 34. You know, Patrick Marlowe's only scored over 40 once, and you could argue he's probably the best goal, at least pure goal scorer in Sharks history. I'm going to give it to him just with the how long he did it, et cetera, et cetera. Like, again, Timo Meyer is having a career. He's having a, a magical season for the Sharks this year. And the Sharks, if they do trade him, as of right now, I'm still in the, I think they're going to trade him. Um, if they do trade him, you should ask for something very good in return because Timo Meyer is very good. And I, again, it's crazy what he's doing right now, especially on a team that is really bad, right? <laughs> like it's Timo Meyer and Eric Carlson. And what Eric Carlson is doing right now, again, having a legendary season um, for the Sharks. So adding three points tonight puts him at a very nice 69 points for the season. So if Eric Carlson doesn't play another uh, game this year, he doesn't score another point. He has 69 points right now. That is the 31st best. Again, Eric Carlson, he's played 52 games. For a guy who's very injury-prone, knock on wood, he's played 52 games out of 52 games this year. So him, there's three players who have done that for the Sharks this year who've played all 52 games. Um, but he's at 69 points. Very nice. 31st in Sharks history. If he gets, you know, 10... That's a couple weeks worth of work for for Mr. Carlson there. 10 points. Puts him at 13th, tied with Joe Pavelski in his 2013-2014 year. Remember, Brent Burns holds the Sharks record for defenseman at 83 in his 18-19 season when he won the Norris. Um, was that the year he won? Anyway, that was the year the year before. Whatever. He was very good. Um Puts him at 83. Eric Carlson has 69 points right now, and we're 52 games into the season. Okay. Here's again the top, here's the top 10 points scores for the Sharks. We'll see where Eric Carlson lands on this list. So number 10 is Brent Burns, 83 points. I think Carlson is well on his way to catch that. Um Number nine, Marlowe also had 83. Owen Nolan, nine, and then 90-90-2000 season at 84. Joe Thornton, you're going to hear this name a lot here, um, had 86. Um, the 08-09 season, Patrick Marlowe, 05-06 season, had 86. Thornton had 89 in his uh, the 9-10 season. Joe Thornton had 92 in his 2005-2006 season. Jonathan Chichu in his Rocket Richard had 93. And then Thornton had 96 in the 07 08. And then uh, Thornton had 114 in his 06 07. So Eric Carlson has, again, a chance to be among 
elite names in Sharks lore here, uh, the way he is playing. Could we be looking at Joe Thornton, number one, Eric Carlson, number two, in the points records for the Sharks by the end of the season? Again, the way he's playing, he put up a very casual three points tonight uh, with a goal and two assists. So, I mean, you have to think that Brent Burns' mark for points for a defenseman in a season um, is probably going to be toast, most likely. Um, I don't know if he's going to be able to catch his goals. We'll see. Brent Burns did have uh, 29 goals. Was that the season he had? One of those seasons. I can't remember if he had... Anyway, whatever. Brent Burns got a... He had a uh, Norris, and they had 29 goals in a season. I don't know. I don't know if if, uh, if we'll see Carlson catch that record, but I think he can catch the points record for defensemen for the Sharks. Um, I don't know if he's going to catch the assist record. Joe Thornton has 92 assists in a season. Eric Carlson has 52. Um, he would need 40 assists in 30 games. I wouldn't put it past him. So, again, Eric Carlson is on pace to have put his name among hallowed names in Sharks history. So, uh, yeah, both those guys, very good at hockey. So, um, before we continue get into the actual game some more, and discuss kind of the lines, how they look. Um, Cabo Kakinen's big night. Uh, do want to let you know about our friends over at FanDuel. Um, of course, you guys know this weekend is Super Bowl weekend, and the only app you need for your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, it's even better. There's so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel also lets you bet on everything from money line to point spread to who will score a touchdown. Guys who I love score a touchdown. Jalen Hurts rushing touchdown. Give me a Travis Kelsey touchdown. I just think those guys are going to score touchdowns. That's what they do. So the FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you get your uh, page your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, so let's get into kind of the game some more. Look at the lines, how they performed. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, Sharks haven't played in a while, so let's uh, kind of get a nice refresher of what the alliance actually looks like um, in this game. So, especially trades, kind of some new look lines, right? Uh, so we had Timo Meyer, Tomas Hurdle, Noah Greger, uh, Mikey Asimont, Logan Gator, Alexander Barabanov, Oscar Lindblom, Nico Sturm, Nick Benino, and then Gadovich, Lawrence, and Svechnikov. Um, Harrington was partnered with Carlson on the D pairs, uh, Vlasic, Benning, Ferraro, and uh, McDonald, and then Capo Kakinen started tonight. So as for the lines, um, I guess before we get to the lines, the, the Sharks like got dominated in this game when it came to the like analytics and all that, you know, the stats. Um, but credit to them, they looked like a team who had not played in the first kind of 10 game you know hadn't played in a while first game back 
Uh, some very sloppy hockey, a lot of penalties, especially in their first period. A lot of that's just, you know, like the stick infractions and the, the, those those sloppy penalties are just because you haven't played hockey in a long time. Um, so, but credit to the Sharks, they hung in this game, right? The, it looked like, especially after the first period, it looked like it was on its way to be a 6-1, 6-2 type of game by the Lightning where they were just going to steamroll the Sharks. And the Sharks hung in this game and, you know, ended up coming back and winning this game um, in no small part to one, their penalty kill, uh, which you should not be giving up six power play opportunities to the Lightning, especially with how good the Lightning are on, on the power play. But Capo Kakinen was awesome tonight. And we'll, we'll get in Capo Kakinen here a little bit more in a bit. But again, five on five. Lightning had 66% of the shots. Um, the shot attempts were 63 to 31 um, shot attempts. That's five. This is all five on five. Um, shots, actual shots were 33 to 17. Um, high danger chances were 16 to 12. Scoring chances were 43 to 16. Again, the Lightning dominated this game. Um, expected goals for was 3.12 to 2.02. Again, this is just five on five. So the, the Sharks, though, give them credit. They didn't get a lot of shots, but when they did, they made made the most of them. So their quality over quantity as, as they have tended to, to play this season. But the four lines, though, are none of them are pretty. Just, again, when you give up that many shot attempts and you get outshot that badly, um, the numbers don't look that great. But Gregor Hurdle Meyer... We'll see with Gregor. I don't, it's again, you don't have enough top six. I mean, you have Barabanov and Meyer are top six forwards. And like AC Mont's been playing well. I know he played really well before the vacation. Um, but again, I think on most teams, Mikey AC Mont is a third or fourth line winger. Um, Sharks have a lot of third or fourth line wingers on their team, but Noah Gregor's kind of getting getting the the extended tryouts right now. We'll see how extended, or at least until Kevin LeBanc. Kevin LeBanc should be back, but whatever that situation is going on. But anyway, if you have LeBanc on this line, LeBanc, Hurdle, Meyer makes a lot of sense, right? Then you have Barabanov, Couture, AC Mont. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Then you could have, you know, Stern, Benino, Gregor, Stern, Benino. You, you can kind of shuffle around the bottom six how you want, but um, anyway. But Gregor Hurdlemeyer played 10 13, got outshot 8 to 17. Um, again, none of these lines are going to look pretty right now. Shots, actual shots on goal were 6 to 9. Um, did produce 1.16 expected goals for. So, <laughs> again, here's the rest of the forward lines um, 0.13 expected goals for, 0 0.02, 0 0.15, 0. Um, That was basically all the other shifts. The, yes, the Hurdlemeyer line did all the damage tonight. They had six scoring chances, gave up 12, had five high danger, gave up five as well. And a lot of neutral zone starts for them. Eight neutral zone starts. Barabanov, Couture, AC Mont, 643. Shot attempts a little bit closer, six to nine, uh, four to five actual shots. Did give up a goal, but like I said, none of these other lines really did much offensively producing um, quality offense. Did have three scoring chances, one high danger chance for. Uh, Gadovich, Lorenz, Sveshnikov, 536, three shot attempts, four, gave up six. Um, actual shots was one, two, three. Didn't produce much. 0.02 expected goals for, no scoring chances, no high danger chances. So 
Um, yeah. Ugh. Lindblom, Sturm, Benino, uh, 446, two shot attempts, four giving up, one shots, four, three uh, shots allowed to give up a goal as well. Um, one scoring chance, give up two, one, whatever. So, yeah. So we'll see. Whatever Kevin LeBanc has done to be in the doghouse, I mean, who knows? Um, I know there's Sharks fans, there's plenty of Sharks fans who, Kevin LeBanc is, of course, like kind of the big dividing between Sharks fans of, is he good or is he not good? Uh, you know, the the analytics say he's very good. Um, the eye test sometimes can be a little deceiving. Is it because he's playing with Timo and Tomas and they kind of are, he's, you know, kind of gets to hang out as much, but the numbers they drives. Anyway, whatever he did, I don't know if he ran over David Quinn's dog or something like, um, you got to do something with the bank. You can't, he's making too much money for you to just be riding the bench for this long. Um, right. Like you have to play him or you have to do something. I know he doesn't, he's got one more year left on his deal. I don't think he wants to be traded, right? His wife's pregnant, all that fun stuff. But I mean, he is your fourth highest paid forward, right? You have hurdle, you have Couture, you have Meyer. So he might be potentially your third highest paid forward soon. And he's riding the bench. Um, like, what are we doing here? Um, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see what the Sharks do with Kevin LeBanc here. I, you haven't heard that he's available, but again, Mike Greer has basically said everyone's available. But yeah, I think you, you have to at some point, you've got to do something. You can't just kind of keep stringing this along and not playing him. He's too talented to not be in the lineup. Um, unless this is some 4D chess thing uh, where he's too good and you don't want him out there. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you, you you have to make a decision on what to do with Kevin LeBanc. You can't just keep... It, it's, it's not a good look for the organization to kind of have, again, your fourth highest paid forward uh, constantly riding the bench and especially when you kind of trotting out the guys that they're trotting out right now. So um, again, who knows what's going on behind the scenes. Again, I am just a guy who's just like many of you guys reading stuff, watching the games, reading stuff on the internet, who knows, but um, you, you, I think you, you have to do something with, you have to figure out the Kevin LeBanc situation here in a second. So before we continue, uh, I want to talk about Capo Kakinen, his strong night, you know, all that good stuff, kind of what he did tonight. Do want to let you know about our friends over at built bar um built bar the delicious treat you don't want all the fat and calories that's where built bar comes in you got through the holidays and now you're you know you kind of ate a little bit too much or just trying to eat healthier right now built bar is the way to go best thing about them each bar is covered in 100 real chocolate but they're still good for you um they have only 130 calories four grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein and they come in great flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. And if you're like me and you're very impatient, you don't like waiting things for things to come in the mail, head over to Walmart, pick up a box. They have a four-bar box of cookies and cream. You can get double chocolate. You can get coconut puffs. Those are over in the pharmacy section. Or if you have a Sam's Club membership, 
go in there. You get a 13-bar box with their hit flavors of brownie batter and churro. Or, of course, if you want a wide variety of flavors to find out which one is your favorite, go to Built.com. They always got new flavors popping up there. Or, like I said, get the assortment box. That way you get a little bit of everything and find out which one is your favorite. So make sure you guys are checking out uh, Built Bar at Walmart, Sam's Club, or Built.com. Okay, Capo Kakinen. Um, he was very, very good tonight. Um, this is two games in a row now where he has strung together some quality, quality games uh, for the Sharks and kept them in games that they probably like. They probably should have lost this Lightning game, but Capo Kakinen stole the game for them. He was very good tonight. Um, all situations. So again, with goalies, we like to look at all situations to kind of see what they're dealing with. 37 shot attempts, uh, shots against, 34 saves, three goals against. Expected goals against was 3.88, 919 save percentage, 289 goals against average, 15 high danger shots. So the Lightning were making his life hard, and he stood tall. 13 saves on those 15 high danger shots, uh, 11 Mid danger, 10 saves there, and 11 low danger, uh, 11 saves there. It's what you need to see from Kapokak and I talked about on yesterday's episode of who needs to have a big second half of the season. And I said Kapokak and does because, again, we know the Sharks, they're prob- they're going to be in the market for a, a goaltender this offseason. Uh, unless you think Etu Makanemi is ready to take the reins of being a backup goalie. I don't think we're quite there yet. I like how he's played, but again, you want to give yourself a little buffer. And I think Mike Greer is going to be one of those guys who's going to be very cautious about it, right? You're going to probably sign another veteran type of guy. Have Etu McAnemi who can, you know, once he's ready to take that job, he will take that job type of, of situation. But you don't want to worry about two things, right? You don't want to have to worry about having to replace Kapokakinen and find a backup for Kapokakinen. If you can just find a backup for Kapokakinen, it makes your life a little bit easier. But again, especially that third period where the lightning came out in the beginning of the third period, and they looked like they were trying to end the game right there. Remember, it was 3-2 to two as, after the end of the, the start of the third period, 3-2, to two, and the lightning came out and kind of just dominated the shots. And... They were looked like they were ready to start getting things going. Kapokakinen kept them kept him in the game, and the Sharks were able to score um, on that weird Harrington Gadovich. I guess they gave it to Gadovich. Harrington shot it, bounced off like seven people, and went in. I guess Gadovich was the last one where it bounced off of. But um, though you know, Kapokakinen, and then after that, Kapokakinen he shut the door. On the, I mean, he shut the door on the lightning basically after the first period, you know, and they had one, two, three, four, five, five power play chances in there. Four, sorry, four power play chances in there. And he shut the door on them constantly, constantly. Um, this is what you want to see. You want to build this trust with Capo Kakinen so that way he can prove to you, yes, I can be a number one guy for this team. I know. This team's probably not going to be winning anything for a while, but if you can figure out what you have on Kapokakinen, if it's, hey, I have a really, really, really good 1B or, you know, out of him, and then you go find another goalie who can be that tandem, 
again, most most teams, right? Unless you have a Fazilevsky or somebody like that, you need somebody who can start 40 games for you. That's the hope, right? If you get someone who can start 40 games for you, the other guy can start 42 games for you. You're probably, you know, you need you need guys like that, right? No, unless you're one of the elite guys who's going to be playing 55, 60 games a season, you want you need a guy who can give you 40 games, you know, 40, 45 games, and then you're feeling really good. And I think Kapokakinen can continue to build on this performance and show that yes, I can be a solution to the upcoming whatever you're going to call the Sharks. I can be a solution for you instead of being a problem. And the Sharks have had problems in goalie this the last few years, right? Um, James Reimer hasn't been a problem. He's been a solution, but not a long-term. He's, he's a bandage right now as the Sharks started to figure it out. Capo Kakadin, he's still young enough where he could be a long-term solution. Worst case scenario, if, you know, being a really, really high-end backup, you know, kind of that, that second guy. So, Love to see this from Kapagakinen. Um, be interested, especially because the Sharks, they don't really have their back-to-backs are, are kind of going to be dwindling down as the season end, you know, kind of ends here. Um, interesting to see if Kapagakinen can kind of take the reins right now and turn this season around and feel really good about his performance as the season ends and kind of erase any question marks as you go into the offseason and try to put together a more competent team heading into this offseason going into next year. So um good for Capricorn. And let's see if if, if I kind of think he gets the start against the Panthers. See if he can back it up. Um that's a Panthers team that is fighting for their playoff spots, fighting for their playoffs lives. They just beat the crap out of this lightning team seven to one the other night. Um so yeah if you can do this again against the Panthers then we have a really really good feelings about Capricorn going forward. So that's going to do it for me tonight, um, today, whatever you're listening to this. Follow me on Twitter at MyFryHole. Um, you can listen on Amazon, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, you can watch on YouTube as well. You can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Locked on Sharks. And until tomorrow, I think we're doing a crossover, me and uh, Armando from the Panthers. So we're going to be talking some uh, Sharks-Panthers. Um, so, yeah, until tomorrow. Bye, friends.